What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the BTR podcast. Before you get started, please like, comment, and subscribe. As always, make sure you guys follow all our socials, our TikTok, our Twitter, and our Instagram. Audio listeners, make sure you guys rate this five stars. Head over to the YouTube and uh, give it a subscribe there as well. Appreciate everybody. Um, from 200 to 223, so we're up a quarter to 300 right now, which is, yeah. I think, was quicker pace than 100 to 125. It's our fastest growth well, since the beginning. Since the beginning. Because I think we could hit 15 the first day. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, appreciate everybody for that. Uh, if you guys missed it, we didn't drop an episode on Monday due to tech issues. Uh, we dropped one on Tuesday. So make sure you guys check that out. I know if it's off schedule for now, for this week only. Hopefully it stays like that. Um, yeah, and other than that, let's just get right into it. Uh, unless we have anything else to promote. I don't uh, think we do. Not really. Let's get into All it right, right let's away. Let's get right into it. We're switching things up. Are we though? Yes, we are because okay. we're going NBA <laughs> first and not NFL like we always usually do. Uh, NBA reason is um, one: we did a lot of NFL heavy talk on Tuesday's pod, so a lot of the stuff was already covered. So we'll just preview week um, thirteen, 13 yeah. which is crazy to say, flying by. Uh, but NBA, the reason is uh, in season tournament is officially set for the knockout stages. Um, so let's just get right into that. The first thing is like the find the teams I made it through. Um, group A of the East is just Indiana. Um, group B was Milwaukee. Group C was Boston as your leaders. Now, the wild card race was tight because Group C had Orlando and Brooklyn, who had a t- and Boston were all a three way tie for first. Boston edged it out with a point difference. Magic, three and one, finished second. Brooklyn finished three and one, right? Your Raptors, which is, by the way, one and three. <laughs> I didn't know that. Um, <laughs> And then the other three and one team was Cleveland, who missed out as well. So the wild card is from Group B, the New York Knicks, three one uh, record. So they edged it out with the, I guess the point differential of ten and a half. They actually had more than the Boston Celtics, technically. Yeah. So so the match that comeback Knicks Heat game that yeah. obviously solidified it for them because the Heat ended up finishing two and two because the Milwaukee ended up uh, sweeping everyone in this case beating the Heat as well. Yeah. So that's um, the East. Any surprises for you? Not really. Obviously, there are going to be teams that are going to miss out, right? It's only four teams per conference. So, like, there are going to be good teams that are not going to get the job done. There is a surprise, though. What? Please? Sixers finished third. With their record was 2-2? Two and two? They were 2-2. Two and two, Cleveland finished 3-1. and one, So that that was a surprise, if anything, because no one really thought Indiana mm, would be talking yeah, that's true. the group. Four, four, as much no. as people think we're going to make a jump like myself. But, but then you wouldn't think they would top the group. But then you think it's like a normal regular season game, still, true, right? So like, but a little bit of. Uh, I know, bonus. like I know that's true, but like when you think about it, like as a regular season, you're gonna have your little hot week. Well, and Embiid is not week. gonna get five hundred thousand dollars to fund for possible flopping fines. So yeah, he screwed there. I don't know why Paul Reed said uh, AD is the biggest flop we've seen when his teammates with Joel teammates <laughs> the biggest one there, yeah. Um, yeah, so that's the that's the East. So the only surprise really was that Philly finished third in the group, not even second. So the matchups for these are Knicks at Bucks and Celtics at Pacers. So Celtics in Indiana because Indiana has the better record. And they were yeah, Indiana and Milwaukee are the only four and teams in the East. Uh, over to the West. Uh, before we get into our predictions for this, uh, Lakers four and Group A. Um, the only undefeated no Sacramento and it came back on the Warriors I believe they were down like what 20 yeah so I'm like I remember yeah it was uh, yesterday right it was yesterday yeah so Tuesday the thing with this game yeah Tuesday um, this game uh, we had the Canucks game on so I was like oh when I flipped over I was like oh it's a 20 point game and a half whatever I think the Warriors should close this out and then I'm like alright I didn't even bother going back to checking the score I think 
right when I was about to fall asleep is when I saw this, uh, when I saw like on Twitter, um, Kings came back and I'm like, what the hell just happened? I didn't even know, I didn't realize the Kings were 4-0 in this, uh, they were, but uh, yeah, so the Kings uh, topped it 4-0 there. Uh, Pelicans were three and one, so those are the three group winners. So the wild card race in this one was between Phoenix, who was three and one, um, and just Minnesota, who were three and one, because uh, Group B's was uh, three and one was already New Orleans, and the Mavs, Nuggets, and Rockets were all two and two, and the Clippers were one and three. So the the between those two, Phoenix ended up getting it, which was not too much of a surprise. Honestly, if you look at that Group A. It was going to be between, at least we th- on paper, was going to be between the uh, Suns and the Lakers. Whoever won yeah. that matchup would have probably swept through, and that's what ended up happening. The Suns' only loss was the Lakers in game one. So the matchups. Uh, matchups are. Lakers. Suns at Lakers. <laughs> so we're back to that. <laughs> back Our to reward for being the best team is, yeah, versus the Suns. And then Pelicans at Kings. Yes. So Pelicans in Sacramento, the Suns are in. The crypto.com arena. <laughs> Hate that name still. <laughs> but um the biggest surprise here was Denver being two and two, finishing fourth, not even like being the edge of the tiebreaker. Yeah. A lot of that had to do with Jamal Murray's injury. I get it. Who's back now? Um who's back now, yeah. But at the same time, um I don't know how serious they took it either, because they just had a yeah. long playoff run like, or whatever. Like you said, there's four teams, right? Some's gonna miss someone's gonna miss out, right? Nuggets, Clippers, Mavericks, Warriors. All these guys are all going to miss One out. thing's for sure. Our prediction was wrong from the beginning of the season. I think we both had Denver in the final. I had Denver beating the Celtics. You had Celtics beating Denver, I think, right? I think so, yeah. I think we... Had, because I remember you yeah. had reacted like, what the hell, man? Are you copying me or something? Yeah, yeah. I, th- so, I had Celtics and... Yeah, the sur- biggest surprise here was the Clippers. That gr- division... That group itself. Like, if you were to power rank that group, the Pelicans, Rockets, Mavericks, Nuggets, Clippers... You could probably flip it the other way, and it would, yeah, except 100%. Rockets last for sure. Yeah, Pelicans should have been like second last, and the other three teams, I guess, could have been interesting. Well, healthy Pelicans are still a scary team. It's a scary team for sure, but I felt like healthy other teams would be way better. Not way better, but better. Yeah, uh, could obviously the Clippers actually. are figuring things out, but yeah, Clippers are not looking good with Harden. Just I'll just say that right now. They're winning right now. They're shit kicking the Kings. <laughs> so it'd be a hundred seventy-five. No, their Kings are down like twenty before he left my room. Oh, final score, 131 to 117. Okay, so it's not 175 points <laughs> this year. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so going back to the th- uh, predictions, um, let's go with the East. Let's just go with the easy one first. Not the easy one, but, like, let's go Celtics at Indy. Well, I picked Celtics to win it all, so I'm picking I the Celtics. I have Celtics in the final, so I, I'm picking the Celtics. Yeah, um, and then Knicks and Bucks. Oh, this is a single elimination, so it's not yeah. even like we do series. But yeah. Going, going with Next the Bucks. Next box, I'm going with the Bucks. So but part of it is also because I want to see a Bucks Celtics early, so early playoff preview. type vibe. You know yeah. what I mean? And the, oh, this is gonna be so. In this case, we already mentioned it. The top seed is the home team, and then the semifinals and the finals will be in Vegas. Um, these quarterfinal matchups, right? Yeah, quarterfinal matchups will be at uh, uh, on December fourth and December fifth. Yeah, start off. and then semifinals December five, finals on the ninth. No, no, December fourth and fifth is the. I'm talking about semifinals. No, but December fourth and fifth are the quarter. The quarterfinals. Yeah, you said so semifinals I, are December fifth. No, I said semifinals on the seventh. No. No, you didn't. Oh, so I mean, we've hey, we have VAR for once. Right, so semifinals <laughs> on the seventh. Yeah, 
and then the finals round the night. Yeah, we always talked about how we needed VAR in our life. We kind of have it in this case. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that <is> true. <laughs> we don't need to obviously check. Honestly, now, man, the, yeah. we have enough VAR in our life, man. Yeah, <laughs> but um, so you went. You're going with Celtics Bucks. Yes. And uh, who's your? And you're going Celtics beating the Bucks. Yes. I'll stick with that as well because I I, I would I want to flip it. My I'm finals is the Bucks, so I'm gonna stick with that. I'm with sticking the with the Celtics winning it all, right? Yeah. And honestly, that they've been like the best regular yeah. season team. So they're. So this early in season tournament is going to benefit them right now because they're they are the best team. Is right this going to be a playoff type game for you? These games, yeah, I'll, it uh, should be at least. You would think so. Maybe probably the semifinals and finals should be. I think. Here's the thing, right? I feel like LeBron said he's like 500k is on the line per player, so that is an incentive. But number two, I just think that you want to be known as the first winner. Yeah. That if, you know how kind of like the first All Star that All Star game with the. The, the the playground year, rules basically the playground the first year of the playground rules yeah that's what I feel like this one you want to be known as the first winner and then we'll see how it carries on legacy yeah. wise but over over to the west um let's go with the Pelicans at Kings this is a tough one to predict uh, they're both tough ones to predict but I'll give it to the Kings I'm a, I'm gonna give the Kings the edge here um they're at home I'm just giving their little home court advantage here and On, I think. Think they'll edge the I'm also checking if CJ's going to be back in time for this game. I know he's that's, practicing. That's also another reason why, because I don't know if CJ will be playing. And uh, No, I think he's back. He doesn't have an injury thing under him. Let me see if he played, though, under his game log. And his game log, what's the date today? So the, today was his first game back, 29th, when oh, we were recording so he this. has warmed up. So it no? makes it even more tougher now. Yeah, because he, he got 20 points. First game back Shit. from a collapsed lung injury. I'll, I'll st- I'm sticking with the Kings, though. Okay. Yeah, pretty good game for his comeback because they're yeah, yeah. to go through uh, against Philly. Good defense uh, team. Good I understand they're on a back to back, but still, both teams are on a back to back. Doesn't doesn't matter. Yeah, both teams are on a back to back. Yeah. Um, what is yours? Oh, that's a tough one. You know what? I'll go opposite of you. You want Pelicans? I'll go with the Pelicans. Um, you're right. The home. I think the home court will benefit the Kings more, and they're kind of playoff tested in a way. If you want to go with that atmosphere, and the Kings fans. We're starving on playoffs. They finally got a taste of it last year, but like this is their playoffs as well because they're yeah, like so well, the trophies on the line. They haven't had to, they haven't had a chance to go after a trophy other than last year since two thousand and six. Right, yeah. the lowest meaningful last. games technically for the players and trophy wise as well. So like you're gonna win something yeah. at the end of the day as long as uh, Bi and Zion's healthy. I'll give them. I'm gonna give them the edge. I know like Herb Jones is also defense. This could be a high scoring game because. Uh, Pelicans top defenders are out too yeah. and Herb Jones but uh, the big one Suns at Lakers and uh, I'll, I'm, I'm gonna stick with my squad just, just your normal so far is, okay so just your normal typical divisional matchup <laughs> the Lakers have sh- have sh- flipped a switch in the in-season tourney on the regular season they've been annoying because the, the Sixers lost still pissing me off um, some of the their losses in the regular season pissing me off but then when they play the Suns in the in-season tournament the first time it was like it was genuinely down to the wire. I don't know. I think Booker played that one. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, I'll double check the facts on that. Yeah. Because I know he didn't play the first one when we played. The, uh, that the was our second our second game of the season. The second was game of the season was against the Suns. So like what you're describing right now, which we'll get onto later, is Man United in the Premier League and UCL. Kind of yeah. Yeah. So I'm gonna go with the. So I'm going with the Lakers, just slightly biased. I'll be honest with that, but I'm gonna go with Suns. You know, it's gonna be tough to beat. A the same team twice. Like I always say this for like playoffs. This time we're Lakers are home at that time. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if the Suns were home on that one. I think you guys were home still. That one. 
No, Sans were. Sans were? Okay, never mind. Uh, but I'm going to go with the, the Sans because uh, I say this a lot for the NFL playoffs. I say this a lot for World Cup and all these stuff. It's so hard to, to, to help your prediction a little bit. It's hard to beat the team twice. I don't know if this is going to switch your... Yeah, that. But I'm going to... Sw- okay. It wasn't Booker who played. Beal played, not Booker. So now yeah. it's flip-flopped, yeah. most likely. But yeah, um, I'm, I'm trying to say is, uh, it's hard to beat a team twice in the same tournament. So revenge is... They're looking. They're looking for sweet revenge, basically. I need the Suns that played the Raptors today. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're, you're gonna need that Booker yeah. today. You're gonna need to, uh, today's Devin Booker. Yeah, for me is um, the Lakers' defense is the biggest question mark. They haven't lived up to it, and a lot of it is because Vando's injured, and we have a lot of we have a lot of injuries. AKA, like we're gonna get to it later, Man United. But um, yeah, I, I'll stick with the Lakers. Now, Lakers, I went, so that means you're going Suns. Suns Kings. So. Because if I went Lakers-Kings, I could have honestly picked the Kings because we suck against the Kings. But since I picked Pelicans, I'm going Lakers will beat the Pelicans. And, hey, maybe we'll finally, we'll get the Celtics-Lakers script because it, it makes the perfect sense now that I'm thinking about it, thinking out loud. The perfect script for the first ever in-season tourney is the biggest rivalry, arguably, in sports, but in basketball for sure. Lakers-Celtics. Yeah, that's true. Uh, but yeah, so that's my, that'll be my prediction so to, for that storyline. Lakers, Celtics. I'm going to go with the Suns beating the Kings. And it's going to be a Celtics-Suns finals matchup with the Celtics winning it all. Yeah, I'm still... I'm going to be biased and go with the Lakers. Uh, this one, I'm going to say it out loud. I am biased on this one. Uh, I mean... So that being said, my prediction... It is a toss-up, right? Like, yeah, it is a toss-up. It's a one game. It's one this, game, this right? Anything a series thing. Exactly. Any, anything so it's March happen. Madness type vibe. Yeah. So which is going to be fun a little bit, I guess. But at the end of the day... It's still kind of listed as a regular season game, which kind of like, you know, dwindles the tournament. Yeah, but, but at he, the same time... The, the whole like point it, to elevate a regular season game is to have this. Is to have this, yeah. So, so, you're looking at it both ways. Something will come out of this, hopefully. Yeah, so that those are predictions. Uh, comment your guys' predictions down below. We'll probably run a YouTube poll. Probably You'll probably reset that up for tomorrow yeah. or, or like a day after or something. Um, and uh, yeah, so that's, that's our NBA. There's no real reactions. To anything because so we already did one last episode moving on to sorry no i have one question for you okay never because this is a big story uh, you know. we're, we're, we're technically moving on but yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah we're moving on sticking with the nba because we have another nba story to get to yeah. anyways um the lakers just beat the pistons i'm not we're not talking about the Lakers. oh here. my god no but i'm gonna flip, i'm gonna flip that's what i said we're not talking <laughs> about the lakers here there, let me oh that's a good win <laughs> true because the reason why it's a good win is because we could have been the team that could have given them their first win in not 14 games but their 15 game losing streak I, I don't know if that's an NBA record or that's close to it but a 15 game losing streak so my so there were two and one another 15 games after that my question to you is does Monty Williams get fired <laughs> not now no I don't this continue let's just say how many losses before he gets fired I don't know. Because you gave him the biggest contract does, next to Michael Malone is rumored to have the biggest contract now, yeah. but you gave him the biggest contract. I, just because of that, I don't think he's going to get fired. E- because either way, he's set. He's getting paid. Yeah. Right? So. But like how long before you could give, give a, like how many games do you have to give it? Like what if it's like a 20 game losing streak? Unless they're telling him to tank. So he might be. There's no way. This he, team's supposed to take a jump because of the play-in. They're completing the Look job. Look what the Magic <laughs> are doing. <laughs> the Magic, in my opinion, were better. Like, I would give my edge to Magic, but at the same time, you shouldn't be on a 15-game But they're on streak. the same tier, though. Yeah, yeah, that's true. But, yeah, I, I think the contract is too fat for him to, to fire him. Right now. Especially right now. So, we'll see. If it's like a 45-game losing streak, then I would probably <laughs> consider it. Never win again. <laughs> Just never win like again. The first, they, start, they lost to the Heat, and then they beat the Hornets, and they beat the Bulls, and after that, downhill. 
But here, so let's play the same game we played with the Panthers, Carolina Panthers and NFL. We're, I'm going to name the teams and uh, tell me. But, well, one thing, the difference between NFL and NBA, there's a lot more games in NBA as well. True. So technically, if you're looking at NFL terms, it's probably like a five-game losing streak. Yeah. But here's the thing. Okay, so they're at the Knicks next. Oh, when are they going to the Knicks win? Yeah. Okay. Uh, They're going to lose. Okay, they're versing the Cavs next. They're going to lose. Okay, this one I think it might help you. They're versing the Grizzlies. They're going to win. <laughs> but keep in mind, they lost to the Wizards <laughs> recently, too, who were supposed to be the worst team in basketball. So you're going to end it, it ends there because yeah. I'll name the rest few teams and then tell me if they lose. Let's just say they lose that. Magic at the Magic. They're going to lose. Pacers. Lose. Uh, versus Sixers and then at the Sixers. Lose. Lose. At Bucks. At Hawks. Lose. Lose. Versus the Jazz. We'll, we'll, we'll give him a win there. So you're saying, okay, so your minimum right now is February, uh, sorry, December 8th at the Magic. Sorry, no, versus the Grizzlies on December 6th. And then your maximum right now, like if you want to give it a range, is the Jazz, Jazz. on December 21st. If it's December 21st, the, uh, their last win was on October 28th. So they you're relatively going two months without a win. That's wild. <laughs> if, if it goes that long, Monty probably should be. <laughs> I don't think Monty's going to see December 21st. <laughs> um, yeah, because after that, I mean, hey, the Raptors are December 30th. <laughs> yeah, so. I'm glad we got out of that picture. We did too. Like, we dropped 142 on them. We never well, beat the Pistons. Well, you already beat them once. Yeah, yeah we right. never beat the Pistons, especially when Dwayne Casey was there. That's the thing. As they well. don't have Dwayne Casey <laughs> anymore. <laughs> so I guess that helps. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like, when was the last time outside of the football ones? You've seen a losing streak this bad. In like NHL or NBA because those are the longest sports or even baseball, I guess. Who was, what was that team that started, was it the Suns that started like 0-something? Or was it that Sixers team? From like a while Oh, the 10-win Sixers team? Yeah, like that started off like 0-something. Could be. I think that's the last. Is that the year that got Embiid or that was the first year Embiid was injured for the year? I think it was first year. No, because Fultz came in. It might have been the Simmons. I don't know. But one of, one of those Sixers teams. One of the, Okafer, the last one, one Either I the Okafor one or the Embiid one. Like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I think that's like a Charlotte Horn. At the time, Bobcats. I remember that one. That was one. like in 2012, right? Yeah, Here's I remember like that. that one. And that was also a shortened year. So they're they're the worst because the win percentage um, was also the lowest. Um, yeah, because I have no clue. On the flip side, I know the Warriors went on that the year they got 7-3. Like, I don't know how, like, I don't know anyone that bad. I don't remember anyone that bad. Like fifteen game losing streak. I guess the Sharks this year, huh? But that, there the were Sharks like didn't even get they were like games. they were ten game losing streak. They were ten game. Games. I think they were ten or twelve. Bro, Sharks are like the hardest team in the NHL. <laughs> now, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, like that's the game you guys should p- predict because it's a losing streak at the end of the day. Yeah, that's what matters. I know there's other teams that have like. We're not telling you to tune into the Pistons, but tune into the Pistons. But tune into the, Pistons. the box score at the minimum. <laughs> yeah, tune into the <laughs> score. when they'll get their first win. I'm sure if you guys have a, the score app or any NBA app, you'll get a noti. Pistons sure. break the record. <laughs> break the record or they snap it, it's, one or the other. It's it's February. Pistons are still losing. <laughs> All right, let's move on. Last news of the NBA before we go to the NHL. Um, Mark Cuban uh, in the headlines. First of all, he's off Shark Tank. I don't know if you know that now. Oh, yeah, she is? Yeah, I think he's no longer doing Shark Tank anymore. He, first of all, if you were to guess Mark Cuban's age, how do you, old do you think it is? This is his picture. Well, he doesn't look that old. So how old do you think he is? But I know he's like around 57. 
65. Okay. <laughs> so you were still wrong. Huh? <laughs> yeah. I would have guessed like late 40s, early 50s for sure. Like by the look, if I'd never like heard of Mark Cuban and you saw me a picture once, I would have guessed like 45. He was on a Mr. Beast video too. So yeah. <laughs> with his kids. But Mark Cuban is selling a majority stake of the Dallas Mavericks to Miriam Adelson and Casino Tycoon Adelson family for a valuation uh, of the Mavericks, which is 3.5 billion. So that doesn't mean he's getting 3.5 billion, but he has a minority stake. That minority stake is in one of the most unique setups in NBA history. Cuban keeps shares in team and full control of the basketball operations. Yeah. So you know how there's like business operations, basketball yeah. operations? He's still in charge of the basketball operations, so that's his minority share. So let's just say he banked 2 billion off this, right? Yeah. Mark Cuban in 2000, guess how much he bought it, the Mavericks for in 2000? Bought them for like... What, like 500 million or something like that? 285 million. And now he's, they're valued at 3.5 billion. Massive profit, great business deal for Mark Cuban. Let's, and he gets basketball control. Let's start this. A basketball operation. Let's start a sports team, man. <laughs> <laughs> let's just create it. Uh, hey, I saw a post, uh, speaking of baseball very quickly here, Shohei Otani and a guy uh, said, hey, I negotiated with my wife and uh, we've come to an agreement of we could, we'll chip in with $1,200. So we should we'll <laughs> do something in. that, but for the sports business franchise thing. I'll, I'll chip in another 200 A dollar a month each, so $2 a month to a sports franchise, and then add that up all the add way to up, get the majority. Yeah. Glazer? Exactly. <laughs> that, that's going to take forever, though. It's been over a year, so. I mean, there's still not a lot. But yeah, uh, re- that's crazy. Mark Cuban. Yeah, he's making money, man. He's yeah. a money man. Yeah. Um, Roasting people on Shark du- Tank. Shark Tank was fun. Kevin O'Leary was more but I remember because the yeah. uh, funniest thing I saw was the Mark Cuban very quickly Shark Tank I think it was more recent and then this guy was a Warriors fan and he built these cups or whatever and he gave it to Mark Cuban and uh, Mark Cuban's like I'm out instantly and everybody was <laughs> like bro what the hell why are you being so petty about this he's like know your audience in a way he's right know yeah, your yeah. audience but petty at the same time yeah. and I love it as a sports fan yeah I mean Mavericks are your team bro yeah uh okay so let's move on uh, unless you have anything else to carry with the NBA uh no okay so NHL let's go with the big news first um the Corey Perry situation and uh, this is a little serious now so a little flip of the emotion here um first off um for, yeah first off oh sorry before you continue because it reminded me of because we're gonna talk about something serious Josh Giddy there's a police investigation. Uh, going on with that now. Yeah. So that's the facts. We're only going to label facts. Like I said, we don't know what the factual age of the girl is. We're not going to comment on that. Stephen said, Smith said perfectly, we're not trying to get sued here. Exactly. Um, now we're not big enough to probably people watch this yet, but down the line, someone could see this, right? Oh, yeah. If we ever pop off, they're going to be like, look for our downfall. <laughs> they're going to look, for, they're look for this moment. So right allegedly, of the Josh Giddy stuff. Uh, Corey Perry. Um, he has, uh, he's put on waivers for the reason to terminate his contract. He's officially cleared waivers. Now his ter- contract will be terminated. He will be away from the team, but there's a lot of miscommunication. I believe the media, or sorry, uh, his agent said that he's away from the team due to a family emergency. And um, whereas the Blackhawks said that they put him on leave. So it's like he said, she said thing there. Um, but it's the reason for the termination of the contract is because he violated rules uh, against the Blackhawks. So the last time we heard something like this was Mark, or sorry, um, Ime Udoka, right? Yeah. With the Celtics. Um, Excuse me. So he's um, officially terminated now. But the thing that doesn't sit right with me, and I bet you as well, and 
many other sports uh, media guys in the world right now, especially in uh, hockey-wise, so in Canada. We had the Halford and Bruff guys, Jeff Merrick, Frank Cervelli came out swearing on his daily face-off as well. Um, every, the rumor that's going around, and it's such a disgusting rumor that I don't really want to say it, but I'll just quickly say it. Uh, the rumor was he had some, he's had some type of attentions with Bedard's mom, Connor Bedard's mom. Obviously, the rumors are going to fly, spread. No, you know, obviously, I didn't really believe it. You didn't really believe it. So we're normal. I would say that. Yeah. The people that wanted to make jokes around with it is bullshit. Because here's the thing. Yes, uh, for the far, fair share, I'm not going to sit here and be like, I'm this innocent dude that doesn't do dark jokes or dirty jokes or whatever. Yes, I have said some in the past. I've been a bystander to many, like you have. Yeah. Um, but a lot of those... Those came from factual things that were that were kind of proven factual by the government. Like they happened. They happened. They right? happened. Yeah. For example, the Emi Yudoka thing. People are gonna make jokes about it because it happened. The only thing wrong with the Emi Yudoka situation was they put a picture of the staff, the woman in the staff that wasn't completely not her, and made her look bad that way. Yeah. So in this, in the Josh Giddy situation, people are making jokes. At least we have more factual evidence there that she could be a high schooler, but allegedly is a high schooler based on whatever she has posted on social media. Um, so people are making jokes about that. Okay, even that, I don't, I disagree with the jokes on both sides, but I'm just saying, okay, understandable. But this one's a f- complete rumor that you just assumed that it was a workplace uh, by a violation of a conduct, like saying something like that. Because, listen, I don't know what Corey Perry's marital status is. I don't know what Connor Bedard's mom and dad's marital status is if they're together, divorced, she, if he has step parents. I don't care about that. And neither should you guys is what I'm saying. As Jeff Merrick said it perfectly. What does this rumor do to your guys' life? Because Connor Bedard, first North Vancouver zone, so we have a watch on him, essentially. And you're literally the best player on the team, the youngest guy who's supposed to be the next uh, big, big great thing. talent since yeah. McDavid and before that, Crosby. Um you're essentially putting this rumor about his mom and made his family look bad to the point where Jeff Merrick said people from like he hasn't talked to in a long time are messaging him, is this true? So put it this way, uh, how would you, I, I get it. Professional athletes need to go through um, heckling and all that stuff because they're professional athletes, it comes with a sport. But they don't need to go through this. Their family does not need to go. This is not. This, this is not, not booing a guy on ice, or he, you know, Horvat came to uh, first time against the or Kessler yeah. came back. This is not. A, this is not an on-ice situation. This is completely, completely personal. Yeah. Right, and uh, it even happened. Yeah, right. it was confirmed by uh, Chicago that yes, it was a wor- it was a by violation of a conduct or something along that line, but it did not involve any team players. Uh, a parent or etc. Like etc. I think what I think is all something to do with like. Alcohol allegedly to do yeah, with alcohol, allegedly so that's also alcohol. a workplace violence. Yeah. Right? So how come it's automatically assumed, and even the people that bought it and spread it around like it was true, did it come from a source like Elliot Friedman that that exact report? I'm talking the exact uh, rumor was spread came out by Elliot Friedman, Kevin Weeks, Greg Wyshynski, Frank Cervelli, uh, Craig Button. Proper whoever, sources. Proper sources, right? Uh, Jeff Merrick. So just seeing that rumor and then. That now Bodard is probably gonna see the jokes on the internet about that being like, oh, Bodard has to call him dad or whatever the case may be, right? Even with the Gerard Pique Shakira situation, I think it was confirmed that Shakira did get cheated on by Pique, but the rumor was Gavi's mom. I don't know if that's true. So that's the part that's pissing me off, right? We'll talk about the. 
termination of the contract and the workplace conduct because that's a fact. That that was labeled a fact. The Chicago Blackhawks released a statement on that. We're only talking about this rumor. We don't really want to, is but we have to get it off our chest. Is why spread rumors on something like this? This big, right? Right, like you just automatically assumed it's your your neck, not your next, because I don't know if it's a Chicago fan who did this, but whatever quote unquote fan did this, it's like the next big thing. You automatically assumed it's that. They did something this. like that. Happened, they did something yeah. like that. That's the thing. Like it's brutal. It's bullshit. That's where people need to be better at. And yeah, like I don't care if people want to make jokes about. Like there are people that make dark jokes and dirty jokes. That's fine. Yeah, that's you live fine. your life, but do it on something that's been ha- that's happened. That's happened. I'm personally not a fan. You know this. Like yeah, when it comes yeah. to a, uh, even factual stuff, for example, the Kobe stuff. When people make a joke about that, about the situation. I'm not a fan of like factual stuff, but like, yeah, random times when I watch a video, I chuckle because it, like, I didn't expect it. But this case, it was completely false and people that are running around with it are fucked up in the head. I'm sorry. That's it. That's all I got to say with that. Yeah. <laughs> but on the flip side, um, let's talk about the hockey thing now. So Corey Perry officially terminated his contract. He's no longer a Chicago Blackhawk. Uh, we don't know what the next steps are, if he's going to like do sue the team or whatever the case may be because there is a termination of a contract but um also taylor hall out for the year those two guys were brought in to mentor not just Connor Bedard and all the young guys on that help, team help, in help general help. be the veteran presence so be the veteran presence and like just you know fill the gaps yeah so leading to our next news that relates to chicago blackhawks chicago blackhawks can't get out of the news this one i won't blame their ownership as much but <laughs> because they did the right thing by terminating something that violated contact, so you mean no business. Uh, you mean business, I mean. But the Canucks did a smart thing and pounced on the opportunity because they needed to clear cap space and traded uh, Anthony Bovillier, who's an unrestricted free agent and 4.12 or 4.2 cap hit, fully, no retaining for a fifth-round pick, conditional fifth-round pick. The conditions are complicated, but it's most likely a fifth-round pick. So, essentially, it's just like Bavillier got flipped for Lafferty, basically. But, no, but going back to the, uh, the first Chicago part before we go to the Canucks side of things, yeah. um, the Bavillier aspect is they needed another veteran. Bavillier is a veteran, may not be as old as uh, he's Perry. Exper- he's experienced. Yeah, he's experienced. He's not old as Perry, but not as probably good as Taylor Hall was. It doesn't matter about but he'll, age. he'll fill the role. And at least the Canucks... It, Jumped on the opportunity yeah. and took it. it didn't and because matter. bending probably would have taken a million years. It didn't matter. Not, not yeah. It, it didn't time. matter about age, man. You just you got someone. They wanted a winger. They lost. And he's the good enough to play with a Bedard and all yeah. this. And I don't even know who his like line mates are. I don't even That's know. how bad they are. But like Bedard and Bavilia, you know, Bavilia will help out, help him out a little bit. But at the end of the day, it's like it's just a minor move that where one team's trying to clear a cap, another team just adding a veteran presence for their future. Basically, and Chicago's a cap to help dump. out to help out their future. Chicago's a cap dump spot, right? Because they have a lot of cap space. So exactly. When you have all these young guys, and uh, you just just want to surround them with veteran presence and uh, help them develop, basically. And the move is essentially to get a little bit of the distraction off of this whole Corey Perry situation. Screw the rumor now. I'm not going to address that anymore. This is the last time you heard it from us. Um, but the Canucks side of things uh, opened up for about four point two million in cap LTIR with Carson Soucy. So that's another like couple of million there so prorated around five-ish I think Rick Dollywell said and the automatic name that came to everybody's mind was Ethan Bear yeah because so we need defensive help Patrick Alvine said himself we we need help at the back end yeah right so Ethan Bear obviously comes to mind he's a free agent right now 
And then and there's if, two other obvious names. And then you have the trade options of Zadorov and Tanev. Yeah, and Hannafin, but I doubt Hannafin happens. Yeah, Hannafin's too much, I think. <laughs> uh, again, I don't think those trades happen because it's Calgary. They're actually not doing bad right now, number one, and they'll probably wait. Number two, in division, so even if you want to trade them, it's going to take a premium even more. And then number three, you also got to re-sign those guys. So you could, you know, if Tanev really wants to come back, he could probably just be like, yeah, I wanna, I'll resign in Vancouver, assuming we have the space because we still have PD and Heronic, who, by the way, could make more than Quinn Hughes. We know this right now. Um... But yeah, I mean, this is going to be like, this money's going to be used for rental purposes because you're going to have to use that $4 million plus the $6 million more of Myers expiring. Yeah. And that's going to go to PD and then whatever else is left goes to Heronic. Plus more. <laughs> but And also whatever the cap goes up by. So yeah, that as well. Rumored to be like at least $4 million, but we don't know until we see the ratings and the actual finances afterwards. But yeah, um... There was has been four. There has been seven trades in the NHL since the start off season or start of the year. Canucks have been part of four. Can you Mark, name four? Mark Friedman trade with Pittsburgh. The Casey DeSmith trade. Who, Mark Friedman for who then? Uh, laugh. Uh, ra, uh, the Rapbone, right? Rapbone. Yeah. That package. Uh, DeSmith for Tanner Pearson. Was Tanner Pearson? Yeah, I think we gave up a fifth or something. Yeah. Sam Lafferty trade. And uh, there was what was the fourth one? I gotta look at Brilliant. the roster. Oh, yeah, this is the fourth one, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so this is the fourth one. And so far, Lafferty's been doing well. He's um, been really well, yeah. Villier did okay, I'm not going to say, but then he wasn't going to be part of the future he was, anyways. He was nothing special. Like, um, it was going to be nothing. Like, there was no spot for him, realistically. Yeah. Like, last year, he played with a he was, uh, PD at the in the top line because McKay was out for the year, basically. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah, that's that's the Canucks side of things. But another big news in the NHL world, um, Patrick Kane is officially on a team and it's a team I did not expect. Uh, he was meeting with Toronto, and I'm sure Buffalo was in the picture because he's from Buffalo. So he did choose a team that was close to home, and it's Detroit Red Wings. A little bit of a surprise, for sure, because everybody's back to the Canucks very quickly because we're going to just tie it there. Why did they trade Philip Heronic then, right? Outside of Is it just strictly cap reasons that that's it? Yeah. Um, but they, um, yeah, Patrick Kane just wanted to join a team that could make the playoffs. He believes that they can and so and honestly, far they're, they're showing proving him right they're showing it but uh, the they, problem is how long can they sustain it for exactly they added the brinka they are now they had another score playmaker in uh, patrick kane which is obviously going to help out there so offensively uh so yeah i mean he's pouncing on an opportunity they're a young team right he's meet the veteran presence guy he's experienced multiple time cup winner obviously and uh yeah i don't think it's like it is surprising but like i don't think it's a you know, a bad place for him to... I don't think it's a bad place for Patrick Kane to be at. Yeah. Um, you know, I'm Toronto, I guess... I don't know why Toronto... didn't even defensive. They need defensemen, more. man. <laughs> uh, like, Florida would not have been surprised if somehow they managed to get him in. Uh, Boston, even, just because. But then I feel like Boston has its own, you know, way. They need centers. <laughs> uh, New York Rangers, on the flip side, they got rid of him. They got rid of both the guys they brought in last year. They're doing better like they were the year before. So it looks like they just added too much with the last year, yeah. and then Kane on top of that. Um, that was like Carolina was the only other team I could think. They of. were like on GM mode basically last yeah. year. The Rangers, like Tampa and Carolina, were the teams I could have seen. Like Tampa always goes for guys for cheap, like that are good once upon a time. Yeah, Kane fits that mold. But yeah, Patrick Kane officially a Detroit Red Wing. Looks weird. We're seeing him wear a, that jersey, but um, yeah, especially when you saw him wear Chicago. Yeah, for all his career, pretty much, except and then New York's like New York didn't look as weird, 
Detroit looks weird. <laughs> I don't know why. Yeah. Um. Any news you want to react to very quickly? That uh, there was not even games. There's a game going on right now. Washington's up two one on LA. Yeah, that's which is good. So good job, Washington. Good, right? Yeah. The, but I mean, yeah, we covered a lot of it, the stuff from last time too, as well. Yeah, because this this is recent, it's like two days yeah, later. Yeah. So we'll keep it there. Um, hopefully the Monday pod will co- go back into our reactions of the week. Um, reminder, just since because we're wrapping up the NBA and NHL here, uh, rankings will be coming out this week, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, for the most part. Um, might double up with some clips. Love the support on the clips so far, especially on YouTube, which is probably a big reason why we got a lot of the subscribers. Yeah. So, Jobin, good job. You're doing good on the editing. Learning. <laughs> Voiceover <laughs> actor. Yo, any voice acting jobs, uh, make sure you hit my brother up right here. He's doing pretty good, in my opinion. Full biased. Full biased. <laughs> <laughs> you got to start somewhere, man. You got to start somewhere, yeah. Um, all right, let's go. let's go MLB very quickly. Quick fire. Luis Severino is a jump ship in New York, basically. Going from the Yankees to the Mets on a one-year deal for $13 million. Luis Severino, once upon a time, an amazing pitcher, but injuries has ruined him. So, like, when he comes back, he starts pitching good. When he starts pitching good, he gets injured. That was his little story the last couple of years. So, he is a good pitcher. I like his stuff, but at the same time, it's going to be hard to show your stuff and produce at the highest level that you showed that you expect it to be at when you're always getting hurt. Um. Yeah. Um. I have nothing much to say. You were the more baseball guy, so I'll agree with you. I mean, you watch a lot of Luis Severino. I didn't. Yankees. Blue I didn't Jays. pay attention much this year. Yankees. Blue Jays. <laughs> this the last, year. I'm talking about last. Yeah, like he was good the year before, right? Injuries. He was uh, injured all year. But last year? No, he was injured most of the year, basically. Last year, yeah. I'm talking yeah. the year before when they made the playoffs. He was solid, I believe. Yeah. If I'm not mistaken. And he was still injured that year yeah. too. <laughs> Um. Okay. So yeah, not, nothing else happened. Nothing major else happened. Otani watched. I think Texas is now now out of the race from what I saw, and one AL East team, not the Blue Jays. So we'll see with that. And apparently, there's a Pete Alonso for Vladdy rumor again. I don't want that to happen. Blue Jays are reportedly looking for trades for those two guys, Bichette and. They're trying to get Vladdy. Otani. <laughs> I don't know if that's purely Otani based because uh, I don't know how much that will help otherwise. Um, but because I want to see them all play together. Hey, Atkins Jones might be on the line, so he's trying to go big. Hey, Otani, I think wants to play with another Japanese, if I'm not mistaken, and we have Kikuchi. Kikuchi will be a legend forever <laughs> if we land Otani somehow. Is Ryu Japanese? No, Korean. Oh, he's Korean. Okay, yeah. So Kikuchi, yes. I was like, if if Ryu was Japanese, like you'll bring back Ryu right now. Yeah. As well. <laughs> no, he's Korean, I believe. Sign that Japanese picture. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> But um, the school of soccer will end on the NFL this time. Reverse order that. <laughs> um, soccer, Champions League is a ba- major trophy uh, topic. Uh, oh, we're yeah. officially Champions one League. game away, one match day week away from the knockouts. So before I go over the, the well, I'll go over the gr- teams that are officially through and the team. What are the implications? Um, off the bat, Bayern Munich in. They're still. F- uh, we'll talk about the rest of the group after. I'm going to keep that there. Mm. Uh, group B, Arsenal is officially through, and PSV apparently are officially through, um, even though technically Lens could tie them on points. Uh, but Lens lost 6-0. Yeah, so I don't know, but even then they're like minus four. Anything could happen, but I think it's a head-to-head thing, the Champions League. Okay, yeah, so then. Because it, it did say they are through. They are through then. Uh, Real Madrid through, Napoli not yet. They need a point. Um. Real Sociedad and Inter Milan, we said, are already through. They both have 11 each. Uh, Atletico Madrid is through and Lazio is through. Uh, Dortmund is through. From the, the group, group of, of death. death. Uh, hey, I got a prediction, else? Drake. 
I got a prediction right. I said Dortmund was my lock. I said Dortmund and PSG. So yeah, I said Dortmund was my lock. So uh, he through. Apparently yeah. PSG also got to help with a VAR. Yeah, bro. I picked Newcastle. I actually got pretty pissed off at that. But the same thing happened to United last year. So suck it up, Newcastle. But Copenhagen, same thing happened in the Copenhagen Munich game on a Wednesday, which was a. And it was not given. It was not given. Okay, well, inconsistency. You're better than the PL at least or PGMOL, whatever it's called. But figure your shit out. Exact same thing. I think that one. I think in the Livermento Newcastle one, I think went off a knee to hand. This one went like body, like he caught the ball in between his body and his arm. Yeah. Like right here. So like I've seen those given so many times. Yeah. So I don't know why I wasn't given. But that. yeah, this one we'll come back to in a second, I guess. But uh, I'm also saying that as a butthurt fan right now <laughs> as well. <laughs> P- uh, Man City and Ripe- Red Bull Leipzig officially through. Um, Barcelona is officially through and it's coming down to the wire between FC Porto and Shakhtar they both have nine each um, let's go finish the group of death quickly here before we go to Man United's group um, so AC Milan and Newcastle are both at five points but AC Milan are at a negative four goal difference and Newcastle's at zero PSG with that draw has seven points so they had control their own destiny uh, I think they played Dortmund and they destroyed yeah. them in the first game so and Dortmund's already through so but one of Newcastle and AC Milan need to win and one of the whoever wins that needs to beg for a Dortmund win exactly because a draw are, won't be enough and Dortmund's already through so they actually don't a draw could no a draw can't be enough yeah unless Newcastle wins like 3 4 nothing. Dortmund's already through so they don't give a shit so PSG is right now looking like a solid favorite but if PSG wanna, if Dortmund want to finish the top seed they have to win this game so or draw they kind of have something to play for because they're one PSG has the head to head if that's the case and the goal difference is only by two yeah between them right so uh, I'm still going with PSG going through you were hoping for the Newcastle prediction to be right uh, still I'm going to stick with I'm going to change it to PSG uh, so I'm congratulations gonna, Newcastle you are going through well that will be my original prediction <laughs> <laughs> it could be AC Milan it doesn't have to true, be Newcastle true but I'm just saying Newcastle because usually when you flip it <laughs> it goes like the Texas nah, series, not, not this yeah. time I guess <laughs> but yeah no I think I'm comfortable enough to say Mbappe will go through but let's finish off if we were not Man United fans Probably game of the group stage so far that we've been playing. Bro, like, I, you know how people say, like, this game took years out of your life? Yes, because like, I've seen tweets about it. And I, I was at work. I genuinely felt my heart, like, not feel good. Yeah. Right? I won't, I'm not going to say, like, my heart hurts because it's not that... It it's was not like, that serious. It wasn't, like, heartbreak. But, like... It's not that serious either. I know. But at the same time, I'm just, like, there was something just going on with me that, like, yo, this is not right. <laughs> from watching this game because you watched the game more properly than I did and I'm just, I'm just like jumping up I'm like going down I'm like oh no no what the fuck and then like oh no no good save and I'm like oh Garnacho you scored now like police you what the fuck you not scoring <laughs> yeah like, br- dream start again like against Copenhagen um, Garnacho playing like he should be young player of the year whatever that word is too bad Jude Bellingham I get that and the Ballon d'Or <laughs> Jude Bellingham uh, take um, everything but he and Bruno had a great game offensively um but both were wonder goals type of thing, especially Bruno's. He's better than Odegaard. This proves it. But um, and then classic United. But this time, like no one, no Ten Hag hater could say it was on Ten Hag because Anthony played well. If that was your reasoning, Anthony played well, right? He did. He started Granacho like everybody's asked now. I don't know if that would have been. I think Rashford would have started over Anthony. Yeah, Kobe Minor did not start because he, he said that it's because he's returning from injury still and, and he's playing it like a mud bath of a game as well bro how bad was it. it on TV when you watched it I'm just like it's just f- watching a local soccer game <laughs> that's actually like good because some like just like genuine attack attack counter attack they showed a and, uh, clip yeah. 
of the U21s or U18s playing, same teams, and it was like the ball was stopping every like, like you kick it and it just stops. I'm like, like essentially, yeah. It's like genuine, like um. I'm like, okay, United have the ball. They're going up the field. I'm like, okay, I'm getting up, getting up late. Or they're about to score. And they get absolutely denied, right? Whatever is a post or Musurada saving or just barely hitting off target. And then boom, Kyle tries to going back and I'm sitting back down with my ha- head in my hands. I'm like, yo, they're Were about to score. Were you actually like classic Joven sports fan watching this game? Yeah, I was yelling. I was La- like... Like Raptors finals Joven. <laughs> okay, no. The, Not that extreme? No, no. I don't think I'm going to ever go that extreme Until ever the again. Canucks are there? <laughs> Until the Canucks are there, yeah. Uh, Or even Man United Champions League final, I guess. But like, I guess like classic, you know, when the Canucks were doing good Joven, I guess. Like the playoff year, bubble playoff year. Yeah, I, I don't think I was crazy. But like... I felt like I was normal. I was yelling, but I wasn't like... Yeah, but like recently with United games, we just sit there and watch like this. Like stone cold. Well, face. it's United. Man. True, that's what I'm saying. Like, last year's but United. even like I celebrate every single goal. Yeah, because they were worth watching. This year, I'm like, guys, I guess the game was you guys were, big. The way that you've been defending, right? And obviously, it showed when you scored three goals, all in all three of your away games in the Allianz, in Copenhagen, and in Galatasaray, and you still find a way to lose. Draw this one, but yeah, basically a loss. Because Zero wins. You needed to. Uh, so you need to win. Get this. We score 12 goals, uh, four. The only teams ahead of us were because Arsenal got six in this game. Because in the morning, I think we had the most. Yeah. Until the, some of the games were played. So Arsenal obviously got their six goals. They got 15 because of that. Uh, Madrid had 13. Atletico Madrid got 14, 15, I mean. And then Manchester City ended up finishing with 15. And we're fourth. We're the fourth common in the group. The thing I'm trying to say is we're fourth. These guys are all first. <laughs> There's so, a difference. I mean, as simple as this, like if I'm slowly gonna pick one person to blame, which I am gonna do that right now. Andre Onana. It's Andre Onana. He let a shitter in against Bayern Munich. He cost us a Galatasaray game when we're up uh two one in that. And then uh That day Co- was brutal because the Jays played after that game. Yeah. And then Copenhagen okay. He I, saved us the first game and the second game he didn't have to do and anything then really. Second game or, well like he, it wasn't really his fault. Second game wasn't really his fault. The red card was bullshit. And then today, I just, I don't know, man. Like, like we were like praising him last episode. Like, yo, he's playing good. He's on a good run. And then this happens. Right? Like, ever since that penalty save, he was on a good run. He was on a good run. Nothing wrong happened. Uh, Even today, he had moments where he made big saves. He did make I would hear in my headphone, wig save on Nana. And I'm like, okay, let's go. And then freaking Hakim Ziyech on free kicks. We're like, oh, Hakim Ziyech scored First of all, Bruno stopped giving away dumb free kicks. But Nana should have saved him. I'll take yeah. that credit away. We're like, Hakim but you could have saved him from that moment. <laughs> oh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and when you're looking at Hakim Ziyech scoring two free kick goals, you're like, yo, this Bro, people are saying Hakim Ziyech had a masterclass of a day. Shut up. No, he didn't. Yeah, that's what, about, gave that's him what I was about to say. I was like, yo, Hakim Ziyech scored two free kick goals and you're like yo they might be bangers and then you, then you watch the highlights you're like nah they're still bangers <laughs> I'm just kidding <laughs> but, but no I, I don't get it okay first one yes okay whatever a lot of goalies make those mistakes where they anticipate too early on the free kick but the second one how the hell you period that into your second net? one looked like I was a goalie exactly like I don't and oh, I don't no, you didn't even do that you didn't even do that no I'm not talking about the seven aside when I played full field goalie for that one year yeah, you saw me like I would over I would over jump or, or I would over jump or early jump or whatever, and I would just. We're talking about the first goal or the second goal? The second one. So like you parried it in your own net before. Can't, no, like I'll, I'll miss time a jump and it would flick off my finger type of thing. So like you touched. Like it I should have caught that easily and I yeah. didn't type of thing. Like, mistakes like that. Or just like but he's a professional goalie. <laughs> oh no, man! People, like even Manny, even the people that wanted Onana, like we kind of did at the end of the day, um, were like, okay, we can't defend this guy. Like what the hell? 
right? Every, like, everybody on Man United played well offensively. That's all I have to say. Yeah. Not Nothing on defensive line. I think Maguire had some decent moments. Uh, okay, if you're playing that... Even Juan Bissaka. Juan Bissaka, I heard put Zaha in his pocket, essentially. Yeah, no, but like, I'm talking about like, uh, when is 1v1? Well, offensively, yeah, he's, no. he's good. Like, he was a 1v1, he was good. But like, when you look at positional-wise, uh, there were so many times where like, uh, they played it in behind on his side a lot too. So, it's not like he had the perfect defensive game. But if you're like, if you're talking about 1v1, yeah. then yeah, that, that, Listen, in that case was I still was fine. love Juan Basaka. He's like my, the one player I want to defend like I do. But yeah, I, stuff, I just, yeah. I don't know what it is with Man United, right? Like, um, in the Premier League, we're like, why aren't these guys attacking properly? And it's then you opposite. go to and you go to Champions League. It's you're the opposite. like, it's a complete opposite. You're like, you, these guys can't defend to save their lives. It's the opposite. I don't know how. And then they're banging in three goals, banging in another three goals. And the goals are like, it look like today's game offensively. You look at it, it looks like Ten Hag has figured out the structure, and they're running it. Right. There were it was great goals. Bruno had a wonder strike. Garnacho's first goal. Was they're amazing. getting healthier. Shaw helps with that. Yeah. And yeah. Who scored the third on? I forgot. McTominay. Yeah, yeah, and that little nice little cross there. Like that, I saw the Front build up finish. play on that. It was on the yeah. back, right? Even like the Garnacho bicycle kick goal was like a beautiful ball by Lindelof on last game. Uh, Lindelof to um, Rashford to Dalo and to, D- to Dalo who put a shit ball in the box. And yeah, but it didn't matter. <laughs> yeah, but no, I don't get it. But the that's the Man United game. We're frustrated because um, we're like, oh, let's go. It's a good game. Not thinking what happened in the Copenhagen game because it was a red card. Obviously, Rashford was missed, but yeah, but that was a red missed, like missed the game, but he wasn't. But missed. that was a red card. Yeah. So you're like, okay, it's understandable why it happened. Well, first of all, not a red card. It should have not been a red. Yeah, card. Yeah, but like you're like, okay, you're a man down. It's understandable why it happened. Yeah. Even though it shouldn't have happened, still, but today, shouldn't have happened at all. No. Like if I'm a like, and again, Onana. Yeah, that. But I'm saying, like you said before, if I was a neutral, out of like what a game. Game of the year, yeah. Yeah. Or mm-hmm. game of the group stage. Exactly. Uh probably game of the new yeah, stage yeah. but um, the last thing about this before we ship over to the NFL is that we're not officially eliminated so Byron's already through Copenhagen and Galatasaray at 5 with Copenhagen being at 2nd right now and Man United are at 4 so we have to be Byron no, there's no debate about that well you have to win yeah you have to win and hope it's a draw not even a loss for our one team it has to be a draw specific team you're rooting for it has to be a draw it has to be a draw so that's in two weeks' time. I, I think I'm on vacation then, so I could probably have to do that World Cup double screen thing. Yeah. Hey, we have another TV for a reason now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you, slowly, you guys will see us having uh, facing that way a little Just bit more because we'll have a live reaction of a game on or highlights on or whatever. Yeah. But, yeah. Um, that's it for the Champions League side. We're not going to talk about Premier League. There's a big game. Man United versus Newcastle, obviously. With, Is it really big? With, uh, yeah. Implications to the table. And they're that close. That's close. Are you just still it depressed? Doesn't feel like it. it doesn't feel like. <laughs> Are you still close. depressed? <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, good news is you don't have to wake up for the game. Yeah, that's true. Well, I mean, you have to wake up to watch the game, but I'm not really this morning. <laughs> just, just stay asleep the whole day. Um, <laughs> yeah, twelve o'clock. That's game the only big. Us. Yeah, or City Tottenham is uh, the Sunday, I guess England style Sunday night football. Yeah, but for European football. Uh, let's go to the NFL. Um, very quickly, we already recapped everything because we recorded on Monday night, so we already did the Monday night football. So if you guys are waiting for that, check out the other podcast episode. We dropped the last one, but this time uh, we're just gonna quickly give our superlatives for last week, then go into Thursday night football and preview Week Thirteen. All um, right, starting off with your disappointment of the week. 
Uh, I have to pull it up. You All right, first. I go first. I'm going with the Detroit Lions. Thanksgiving loss again. Uh, you're supposed to beat the Packers without Aaron Rodgers. You lost. You destroyed them in like I don't know week five, whatever it was. Absolutely destroyed Jordan Love and everything. But this time it was exact opposite. Jordan, Jared Goff three fumbles. Um, defense is looking like uh, they're back to being last year's defense, not the one that we saw at the beginning of the year. We're like, oh, these actually might be good. So there's some concerns there, and uh, you're not you're not little you're not solidifying your spot as being the you know one of those top dogs in the NFL. And to be fair, no nobody really has other than the Eagles. But this was your year. This was your time to like you know take over a division, and you you got a little bit lucky that like the peop- the teams behind you in a division lost, except for the, obviously the Packers. But they were already so far behind that like they're kind of in the mix now. But yeah, Detroit Lions, you are the biggest disappointment for me in Week Twelve. Um, for me, let's go Monday Night Football. The game was a dead, anyways. First of all, before I answer my question, which answer was your question. Before I answer your question, what was the question about who's my disappointment? Oh yeah. Um, <laughs> which was the worst Monday Night Football game? This one or the Colts Broncos from last year? Well, that was Thursday night. Well, okay, that prime time game, I guess. Uh, because. Because it's between the two of them from the last two years, at least. There were zero touchdowns that game, right? Yeah, this one at least had one. This had, they had one. So it's probably Colts Broncos. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to see if you're going to go by us. Like, we finally got off that thing. But but it was... Honestly, they're both equally shit. I don't even, even want to pick one. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, for me, it is the Minnesota Vikings. Josh Dobbs' magic probably ran out. There go... Uh, therefore, his... Um, his astronomical powers are over. Not that, but like potential comeback player of the year could be gone. Now. Oh, yeah. Uh, Fields had a decent game, nothing crazy, but like four picks by Josh Dobbs. Again, I didn't watch the whole game. You probably watched a little bit more, the beginning more than me. I didn't want to watch it. Uh, <laughs> I don't know what was on Monday night, but I don't think, I don't know if I had something else on. Bro, I was watching CM Punk. That's oh, what I was watching okay, Monday yeah, night. <laughs> but yeah, um, four picks, not great. Now you made it a race in the div- not even just in division with the wild card, uh, f- fail to make a race on the Lions if you want last chance effort. Good news is you get Justin Jefferson back next week, and you play the Lions twice or the week after. Sorry, you play the Lions twice too, right? Yes, I believe they do play the I Lions will look twice. That yeah. up right now while you give your surprise. Surprise team of the week, and continuing yes. on from the game. I'm going with the Chicago Bears not because like of how they. Played. What? <laughs> uh, it's not because of how, of how they played, okay, but how they won. This was the first team in a long, long time to win a game without scoring a touchdown. So that's oh, why. Oh, so you're just going with the fact. I'm just going with the fact, stats. like how they won, right, with the stats. I think the last time that happened, was, I don't even know. I think I can't even think of it. I forgot what it was. And I'm gonna flip flop to it. We're literally sticking in the division. I guess yeah. is Green Bay. Uh, Jordan Love looks like he is gonna be ready for, for this game specifically. Looks like he is the next. Great uh, Packers quarterback because Bart Starr, right? That's the name, Bart Starr. Started off with him. Yeah, started with Starr. I don't think yeah. his name is Bart, but Starr to Favre to Rogers to Love. So right now, let's see. Love so far hasn't lived up to it completely, uh, minus like two, three games. But great performance there offensively He's and defensively. He's been on a heater. Four, you know, gave lines I think zero fourth downs. Um, stopped them on their fake punt play. Yeah. And yeah, so Packers are, are also potentially could be a playoff team. Like they're trying to prove people right. Uh, exactly. And also yeah. wrong. Us wrong, yeah. yeah. Because we put them last. Uh, that's it for week Week 12. Wow. So let's go Thursday night football. It's a big game. Uh, Dallas Cowboys, it's Seattle a, it's Seahawks. It's a big game, but it's still a definitive favorite for me 
which is the Dallas Cowboys. They've been playing re- very good football lately, and the Seahawks have been very inconsistent. And uh, they've been pretty banged up as well. We don't know the health of Geno Smith because he was questionable for last week's game as well. Oh, he'll be screwed over this game. When <laughs> exactly. That With that defense coming at you, uh, it's it's over. You're, uh, you got to play a Niners defense and a Cowboys defense in back-to-back weeks. So, yeah, I got Dallas winning this game is only because Seattle's offense is struggling and Dallas's defense is one of the top defenses in the league. That's the re- main reason why. If you flip the side of it... Um, Dak's been Dak's been balling well, and he's been that offense is better than the Seattle offense. Seattle's defense, would it just depends. They're they're not uh they're good. They're good. But is it gonna do enough to keep it a close enough game? I don't but think so. But they're no Cowboys. Because here's the thing: Deron Bland might get like his eighth pick six. I know he's a five. I'm just saying he'll probably get three this game. <laughs> Who knows? Yeah. But yeah. But yeah, um, they're getting the ball to CD Lamb. I still think it'll be closer than people think. I would say like ten points. Yeah, yeah. it's not gonna be like utter domination. The, but like, based on the score here, is mine nine and a half. So it's not gonna be utter. So compl- for me, I'll bet. I, if I'm saying ten, I guess I have to bet the over. If I am a betting man, <laughs> I, I don't know. But yeah, <laughs> I don't no, because nine and a half means like nine points win. So Dallas, I believe. So they need to win by so more. Dallas to cover the spread. They need to, to win by more than nine points. Yeah, to cover the spread for Dallas needs to win more than they have to win ten or more. Okay. Um, so what Seattle I, would be this. This in this case, they're saying that it's gonna be a nine point game. Yeah. What I was trying to say is like Dallas is not gonna probably like ultimately like destroy them like how they did with the Commanders. Yeah. But like there'll be like the ones where like they're still gonna be in control of the football game. Yeah. Okay. Before we go into our um, picks uh, of the other superlatives we do, uh, we were saying that word out loud. Uh, Colts Titans. Let's talk about an individual matchup. Um, Colts are the one point favorites, but in Tennessee though. Um, what are you thinking about this game? It's a tough game, obviously. Won't be surprised if the Colts lose. Oh, 100%. Um, Titans, obviously, this is going to be their last chance push, even though I did write them off. But, like, if you're going to do anything, you got to start winning now, especially in these in-division games. And for the Colts' perspective is uh, you don't have Grover Stewart to stop help stop Derrick Henry, which is one concern there. Number two concern, DeAndre Hopkins cooked you last time. Right, is he gonna cook you again? And number three is you haven't. The good news for you defensively is that you have some tape on Will Levis, right? Whereas the Falcons didn't really have tape on Will Levis when in his debut. So that's that. And then flipping over to the offensive side, you're missing Jonathan Taylor, but the the bright side oh, yeah, is we have to talk about that. The bright that. side is uh, Zach Moss went off for a buck sixty and like two touchdowns the last time he played the Titans. So as long as your O line. Is playing like how your O-line has been playing. You know, the run game should be able to work. And Gardner Minshew, yes, he didn't start that game, but came in and uh, did a tremendous job. The only difference is this time is that they're going to be prepared for Minshew instead of Richardson. Yeah. Who's that uh, tackle, nose tackle for um, Tennessee that's good at stopping the run? There's Jeffrey Simmons. Is he the defensive tackle, Jeffrey Simmons? Because they're saying that, remember when we played him last Tyre Tart. Yeah, him. Yeah. So he, I don't think he's on the injury report, so that means that's going to be the big... They have a good run defense. So they do have a really good run defense. Not because of him. So, yeah. Um, yeah, the Jonathan Taylor injury, of course, when he breaks out and the Colts could make a playoff push here, gets injured. Good news is they're saying that they're not anticipating IR. So that's guaranteed four weeks. And we're in week 12, so that would so put him out six, to week 16 for there's sure. There's six games left. And they're right now the projected timeline is two to three weeks, 
So say so two to three games. So two to three games. So so say it's three games. So yeah, he could be back for the last. It's essentially, three games. IR. No way. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah. Um. Obviously, we're gonna be biased and pick Indy, but it's a big game for Indy if you want to make a playoff push here, right? So because the let's go with their superlatives. Thursday superlatives game of Thursday. collective. I mean, week thirteen superlatives. Yeah. <laughs> collective game of the week. Yeah, let's talk about that first. Um, uh, everybody knows what it is. Niners, Eagles. Uh, Burrow, we, if you were healthy, we would have considered you and the mm, Jags. I'm could, sorry. I, I still would have not considered you as much. NFC Championship rematch. This Boom. time, Brock Purdy hopefully will be healthy. This time, hopefully everyone is healthy. And uh, yeah, the Niners get their first chance at revenge. And uh, the Eagles really want to st- stop that complaining that the Niners have been doing, saying that Yo, if, we had a, if we had a quarterback playing... We would have beat you, so. I have the Niners. There's winning. that storyline there. I have the Niners winning because a the revenge factor, b I know the Eagles are winning games, and I'm I'm not saying I'm not convinced by their wins, but against a good team, sometimes you might have to see because they came back and beat Buffalo. They did not look. They didn't destroy Kansas City, if I'm not mistaken. No, they came so, back. And beat. They were down by ten against and Kansas City. San Francisco obviously trying to push for the top. They were down ten points against Kansas City. So there you go. And uh, well, yeah, because it was seventeen seven. Yeah, I remember? Yeah. So the same thing. Uh, can you do three weeks in a row? I'm gonna say no. The, well, technically four weeks. Okay, but in this case, because Cowboys. True, but yeah. So at some point, your rock might run out. Your luck. Rock might luck now. <laughs> your luck might run out, and <laughs> I'm putting it on this this week. Uh, I'm still pick the Eagles. Um, I'm just riding them. They're on their Eagles are also home, so that helps. You they're right? they're on a little so hot I don't know streak. How the Niners are the favorites. Like we were generally questioning them, like what the hell are they gonna do against these good teams? And right now they're three and zero. Yeah. Six game stretch that we consider that would be like really tough. And uh, yeah, Niners. Um, if you're looking at it from last year, like the drive that they had, right? They got to Brock Purdy right away in the the first drive that which essentially knocked them out of the game. And then their first drive on that Niners defense was a touchdown. Like they moved the ball very well there. So differences we got Steichen. Differences, yeah, Steichen's <laughs> not there. But it's not gonna be like it's not gonna be anything like that NFC Championship game where it's gonna be like where you felt like it might it might be like you know a high scoring game until Purdy got injured. It's gonna be one of those scrappy games where defense is gonna have to win them for both for both teams here. Um, okay, before we continue on the next one. Uh, speaking of the Eagles and the Cowboys, slightly both met with Shaquille Leonard. Yeah, uh, <laughs> uh, Eagles cut. I think was it Brandon Graham? Oh, I have no clue. Or is it Derek Barnett or something? I have no clue. They yeah, uh, they cut. I'll check. How that. recent you, was a? Yeah, I'll check. You go. You keep talking about your uh, Shaq f- favorite player. No. Who was at the Colts game but didn't play? Oh, <laughs> Shaq. Yeah. Um, any defense he goes to, it's gonna be a bonus. The guy's a takeaway king. We know that. It's just, can his health stand up? That's all it is. He doesn't move as much. Maybe it depends on the team he goes to. That helps him out. He's good friends with Stephon Gilmore. I really hope he's not a cowboy, but because I might have to root for you a little bit, just for you and kind of Stephon Gilmore. But out, outside of that, like kind of like how T.Y. Hilton was there. On the other flip side, Eagles already stacked, but linebacker, they add, they add extra linebacker help with N'Kobe Dean and whoever else they have there. And there you have Kevin. There you added Kevin Byer. You're telling me you're gonna add Shaq yeah, exactly. to the same window. Howie Roseman's probably the GM of my life. I think because I've, I don't think I've seen anyone better than Howie Roseman in my personal life of watching football. 
at least the last couple of years of me when I became a big fan and followed behind the scenes. He's on GM mode. It's like when you go to GM mode, turn off the salary cap, and just add in every single good player. And put it in an amateur mode. And put it on amateur. That's Easy what. That's what Howie. That's what Howie Roseman on. Yeah. And yeah, Eagles waived Derek Barnett like a week ago. So, so I'm assuming that's a, that's to clear up a yeah a spot Isn't for Shaq Leonard. Yeah, he was good, but like their D line is also stacked. They already. also have Zach Cunningham, if I'm not mistaken. That's their linebacker. Yeah. Just because of pass rush. No, no, I'm just saying in general. Yeah. 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 But like their D line in general, they have like yeah. a lot of depth there, anyways. Okay, uh, let's move on though. Uh, you want to go with uh, okay our matchups, right? Yeah. Who's yours? <laughs> Are you still figuring it out? Say yours, because I want to. I forgot what one you were gonna say. Broncos, Texans. Okay, yeah. Um, All right, Denver Broncos are on a hot streak, making me eat my words, and uh, they are a six and five record, which is tied for the Indianapolis Colts. Obviously, due to tiebreaker, Colts have the last spot, but they're also tied with the Houston Texans. Uh, so there's two out of the three teams you did not expect to be in that conversation are there, uh, but Denver Broncos, you expected them to be where they are, just not how they got there was. Very, very, you know, different. Like, 70 points being given up, starting off 1-5 and five and all that stuff. Where you, you were... It's a genuine comeback for you guys. And uh, you you are where you exactly were supposed to be, expected to be. And uh, second in a division right now as well. So, from that perspective, you're looking at this as, like, you know, a playoff game. Because the Houston Texans and you have a similar record. Big game. You're going into Houston. And... Uh, it's basically like your playoff start now for both teams. Yeah. And all these teams that are fighting for a playoff spot, especially in the AFC. Um, okay, for me, it is Carolina-Tampa. First game <laughs> is a new head coach, Carolina. Right? Are you expecting this to be like two teams that are so bad to produce something amazing? That plus Tampa has something to play for too. Try to get the Because div- the division's ass, right? So the, the division... Technically, too. Carolina's not mathematically eliminated. There you go. Win streak <laughs> starts now. They need to win the Saints rest. suck. They might lose Atlanta is Atlanta, and then Tampa's Tampa. So they could, the they could do it. Coach Bump, whoever the special teams coordinator is, good luck to you. Do you have a rich Basaccia in you? Obviously, the, he was in a better situation than this. But no, all kidding aside, though, uh, new Coach Bump. I just want to see if it's true. That's the main reason. The other matchups are not enticing. I would have said Lions, Saints, but the Saints piss me off. Uh, no, Lions piss you not, off, too. Not, the Saints are boring. That's the other thing. Yeah. Um, and uh, I want to say Chargers, Patriots, but the Patriots are meh as well. And the Chargers are kind of see. They're well, both, they're the both fun bad. way to see the Chargers is to see how how are they going to mess it up against this team. Uh, but potential Belichick news team. So who knows? And JC Jackson. Yeah, if he plays the JC Jackson Bowl. <laughs> yeah. But upset alert! Actually, no wait. Players to watch. Uh, I'm going over to Cleveland. Joe Flacco. Is labeled QB1 at the moment because DTR, Dorian Thompson uh, Robinson, is on concussion protocol, I believe. And uh, I don't know why PJ Walker's not QB1. But But Joe Flacco. Joe, Big Joe's back in the division. (laughs) Say the division he kind of like dominated for a little bit. Super Bowl champion with the Baltimore Ravens. Had a few decent games with the Jets. I don't know where else he went after. I think it was a Bronco for a little bit, that one year. 
and he was okay. I remember yeah, that. That's yeah, one of the things we was. took Philip Rivers. I believe it was that year. If I might be mistaken on that, but I remember him being a Bronco slightly. But yeah, he might be back. Big Joe Flacco, the guy with a cannon arm back in the day. Let's see if he has it continuing for Cleveland, who's in a, who's fighting a playoff spot, like you mentioned earlier with Indy. Well, we mentioned Indy, and then Denver and Houston, Pittsburgh as well. Pittsburgh. Uh, for me, this guy's been on a good run recently, but. He's going to be tested against the Kansas City Chiefs defense, and I'm going with Jordan Love. Um, this Chiefs defense is real. We've been saying that to the fact that they probably might lose Spagnola in the offseason to a head coaching job. And, uh, yeah, Jordan Love, let's see what you do against uh, a proper feisty defense. Yeah, uh, very quickly with the the Frank Reich firing. I know we talked about it already. Uh, he, could go ba- he could potentially go back to O.C., Philly, because their G, um, their OC, I forget his name. His last name is also Johnson, but Carolina could be looking to get him or Ben Johnson from Detroit. And and if you're looking at something even better, Indianapolis Colts, Frank Reich, head coach Sirianni, uh, Sirianni yeah, OC. Yeah. That's why it was Philly yeah. isn't makes sense for him for that reason. But it's weird to flip it around. <laughs> this time it's Sirianni, Sirianni him what to do. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but yeah, um. Uh, next up is up, alert. so there's a lot of options this week a lot so I'm gonna name a few obviously this on Thursday night football game but we're not gonna mention that by default um, I don't know how much Chargers I guess Patriots are technically or Chargers are on upset alert because I still think the Chargers should be better than them uh, Saints Lions I think Saints are on, uh, Lions are on upset alert uh, I think the Steelers are on upset alert but I don't believe it as much with the Cardinals, Cardinals. Uh, the Jets Falcons so the Falcons are kind of an upset alert that was alert. mine Okay, so we'll talk about that in a second. Um, Washington, no, not that one. Uh, Carolina, Tampa. So Tampa's an upset alert there. I think the Rams are an upset alert on the Browns, but I think those are more closer still. That doesn't count. Uh, Ra- uh, Niners, Eagles, I want to consider that really. That doesn't count Even though it's minus three for some reason. Uh, Packers. So Chiefs are an upset alert, and the Jaguars are an pu- upset alert. So you go talk yours first while I figure mine out. Jets, Falcons, uh, NFC South, I just believe that nobody wants to be good in that division. So Falcons are coming off a big win. So, if you're looking at a typical NFC South fashion, they'll probably lose an easy game, which is supposed to be against the Jets. And this Jets defense uh, is obviously, you know, they're amazing. And uh, their offense, not so much. But at the same time, they're on a four-game losing streak. So, I just feel like they might be due for a win. And I feel like this Falcons team could be beatable for them. Yeah. Um, well, I won't be surprised. We've got to talk about Aaron Rodgers. So, let's just talk about it right now. Because you mentioned the Aaron, Jets. Aaron Rodgers is not playing this game. But, but he's officially in the 21-day recall thing. So you, they IR. have 21 days to activate him. I, do you believe he tore his ACL? Because it's been 79 Achilles. or whatever it's just. Yeah, Achilles. Even ACL, I don't care. <laughs> whatever he tore. Because <laughs> even ACL doesn't, doesn't come back from this fast. 79 days. This dude is already Achilles, on Achilles, potentially career-ending injuries for some. And like game-changing injuries... Sorry, a career-ending injuries. Why, career why are you trying injuries. to play this year? Like that you, is number what one. What are you trying to prove? Like, it, it was a different story if, like, you know, you were still kind of in contention. If you were like a six and six record or or a five and six. record. I think record. he said on the Mac if you show that he'll consider it, depending on where the Jets are in the playoff thing. They're already out, my guy. They're out, man. They ain't gonna be there. I think I think you're. This game will seal it, if anything. I think you're trying to hold out too much hope. Yeah. <laughs> right there, but, but yeah, there's I, no. Do you believe he tore his Achilles though? Like, would you be surprised if a report comes out he actually did not tear his Achilles? It's no. Like a partial, not even a partial, like less than that. No. 
Cause like I'm not saying like I'm being a conspiracy theorist here because it is Aaron Rodgers and he's kind of known for that <laughs> with the whole I'm immunized shit that he said and I get it he might have done something along that line with the doctors and stuff but 70 like I would have not even believed it was 6 months like Nick Shook said it took what DeAndre acres, Swift not DeAndre Swift Acres Acres 9 months or whatever 6 months and that was a surprise 6 to 9 months yeah Acres came back in 6 this months this has not even been 3 months this has been 2 and a half months 3 months and 90 days yeah, so this is 79. So two and three quarters. Plus, plus, it'll probably end up being three months because With of the bye weeks and all that. No, no. Because of like the 21-day the practice window. That, they're that not too, yeah. They're not activating them this week. True, probably, but... It's well, going to take two we're weeks. We're getting the news though. that should not even be coming out. Exactly. <laughs> you should be anywhere near this. I know. Uh, for me, I'm like, okay, if you were healthy some magically, which I don't know how you are, um, there's no point of you playing because uh, your team is really bad and uh, your o is not good enough and you might get hurt again. Tom Akers got hurt and he's a running back. I understand you're a QB, but you're all line shit. Exactly. So, yeah. yeah. Um, I don't get it, but if you're back, I'm happy to see it, but I don't believe that he tore his Achilles. I have yeah. to, like, see a doctor's report and I don't know how, like, a legit, and legit MRI. Like, a, like, like some, an MRI has to be revealed. Like, yeah. That screen test, whatever it is. Like, it's not like they did any um, Bengals thing and hit any injuries, but, like, yeah. I don't know how you say this one, but it is weird to see him like I'm happy okay fine everybody's gonna everyone who tore his Achilles at, at the minimum even like tore ACL in any sport is gonna contact Aaron Rodgers after this if this is true obviously yeah like if this is true yeah. they're gonna be like yeah you gotta do this and we'll find out if it is sketchy shit or not darkness retreat <laughs> you know freaking <laughs> put his foot on fire or something like that <laughs> it's just like but um <laughs> my uh my upset, upset like I said, I've rattled off a bunch of them. They're good ones. But I'm going with, the, you answered it earlier with the team, with Jordan Love, Pac, uh, Chiefs on upset alert. Again, not convincing wins at all this year, I think, except for the Bears. Um, it's the Bears. That too. But the Packers are on a heater right now. Right, We just saw what Jordan Love did. And yes, your defense is probably better than the Bears, or sorry, the Lions. And the Lions defense isn't that bad either. Now, I'm not saying there's a Chiefs defense, so we're going to see that now. Um. Yeah, simple as that. Let's just see what they do. I I won't be surprised if the Packers win. I know I did I did pick the Chiefs to win. Um, I don't think I really picked an upset based on these stats. And Carolina, I guess that's the only one because I did I pick picked, her. I picked, I picked Carolina for that reason, just for the hot coach, uh, new coach bump. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. Um, I think that's it. Not everyone is just Saturday. True. I'm surprised you guys didn't hire like David Olsen from the booth, but it's Greg Olson. Got Greg Olson from the booth. Sorry, <laughs> I was thinking of someone else as well. But yeah. Greg Olson or like Luke Kuechly, but mainly Greg Olson. Um, I think that's pretty much it for the NFL, right? That's pretty much it. Very quickly, college. Nothing has much changed from the AP poll. It's exactly what we said. Um, Ohio State is sixth by college football. Um, I believe Texas is seventh. And everything top now is still Georgia. Then it's Michigan. Then it's uh, UW. And Wait, then is Georgia, it, Michigan. Is it Michigan, Georgia? Was it was always Georgia? What? I, thought I thought it was, it was always Georgia, Michigan. I thought it was Michigan, Georgia. Well, was that means college football changed it then? No, wait. Was the AP poll Georgia, Michigan? I believe so. Oh, I thought it was Michigan, Georgia the whole time. No, I, I believe it was switched. By the way, a couple before before we go to that, a couple of news actually. Spencer Rattler declares for the NFL draft. I think the first QB. Um. So, uh, this guy was supposed to be number one. <laughs> Yeah. This guy was supposed uh, to be the Caleb best. Caleb Williams took his job, and then they yeah. both left okay. Okay, I guess. Yeah. Uh, Oklahoma. Um, 
Duke's quarterback is entering the transfer por- uh, portal. He was decent for them. Uh, Riley Notre Dame Leonard. reportedly interested. Riley Leonard, yeah. Yeah. Um, and then there's obviously some. Sh- uh, Texas transfer QB Max Johnson commits to not Texas, Texas A&M commits yeah. to North Carolina because Drake May is going to probably declare for the draft. Anyways, um. I'm gonna play out the eight people, <laughs> bro, bro. Caleb Williams calling the 2024 NFL draft a game time decision. What? Like he's gonna pull up to the draft, like, <laughs> whatever it is. Don't, there's a deadline to declare. You can't just show yeah, up. Whatever the deadline is, uh-huh. I guess. Uh, okay, that's so what everyone does. Yeah. Uh, number one, yeah, still Georgia. Then it's that's Michigan. Georgia, okay. Yeah. Then Washington, and then Florida State, Oregon, and Ohio State. There. Texas, yeah, nothing has really changed from the AP, or at least from the top. I don't care about the bottom. So um, we got some Friday night football. Too bad that we're gonna miss it, but in a way, well, you might be too bad because due to different reasons. I could no, I could probably watch. You're gonna watch like most of the first three quarters, I guess. Yeah, I could watch. The college first football three. takes a while. Yeah, it does take a while. <laughs> um, maybe if you're on the bench of your soccer game, you could turn it on. Just put it on. <laughs> but no, I, the reason why I'm missing it is even though as much as I, this is a game I wanted to watch, I don't know why it's on a Friday night and not on a Saturday night. Because it is the it, biggest. It, it wants their own time, I guess. I guess this and George... Yeah, well, like, the other games are different. It's own time, too. Different time slots. Okay, then. So, like, whatever the Texas one is, put that like there. Like, prime time, Friday and Saturday night. Like, Saturday Friday night. Friday night at 5 is not prime time. It's Friday night football, baby. Actually, I guess it is, because <laughs> technically NFL starts then, too. But... Uh, for they're me, not, it isn't prime time. They're not putting it on Sunday. <laughs> for me, bro. it's not prime time because I'm coming back from work still. So either way, I'm missing the first bit. I'll try to watch it on my phone if I can. But I don't know. I'm going to a boxing fight that you wanted to go to as well. I was supposed to try go. Try to go to still. Uh, Bisla Fight Night 11. Bisla Fight Night 11. We mentioned his name before. Benit Bisla. Local boy. Surrey boy. Uh, made his... Well, he is a pro fighter, but he made his, I guess, international debut at uh, in back in, I think, June. In Madison That's Square Garden. That's when final was. Yeah, June. In MSG or some type of room in MSG. Obviously lost. Um, not obviously, but unfortunately lost. <laughs> I roast the guy. No, bro. no. <laughs> I met the guy today when I got the tickets. So yeah. hopefully if he somehow sees this clip, because I did DM him, uh, get him on the podcast soon. Um, but yeah, him. I was surri- surprised to run into Needs him. someone to but fight But yeah, you. he's fighting uh, his Needs dad. Needs someone to fight you. His, his dad and promote... No. His dad <laughs> and promote... I'm not that... I'm not going to be like flight you're reacts. Who's going to be delusional? You're the better boxer than me. So you're yeah. more fit than me, so there's a difference. Yeah. Um, no, back to that thing. Like He seemed like a nice guy. Um, obviously, I was always wanted to watch the... I wanted to watch the last one in Langley Event Center, but we couldn't make it. Because we mixed up the dates, I think, and um, but no, this one, yeah, I'm excited to go. It's actually local. It's in Surrey, and uh, his dad, who has is literally Beastla Promotions, has set it up. I think two of his, I think Gavin Beastla and Harkid at the Nidger, um, are making their pro debuts. Who are, had good amateur years, and there's two other fighters as well. So it's five fights. So I'm gonna go there. Uh, hopefully you can make it if you can. Uh, if yeah. not, uh, check it out at. Uh, tickets are available I'll give him a free promo because I'm the type of guy that if a Punjabi guy especially is involved in doing great things I'm gonna give him a free promo regardless um, hopefully you guys do the same and return the favor by coming on the pod but that, don't care about that too much but yeah it's uh, just check it out you guys could check it out on Beastla Martial Arts that's on Instagram but I'm excited to watch it first time ever experiencing live boxing it's weird that it's in like a banquet hall type of thing um, <laughs> yeah. let alone arena even though I've never experienced it in an arena so, yeah, uh, excited for that Friday night. Unfortunately, at the expense of work, uh, in terms of UW Oregon, and uh, I guess work. 
because of the UW Oregon game beginning. And then I'm at my soccer game. You're at your soccer game that, you know, let's see how it goes. <laughs> I hate that field, though. I can't kick a ball in that field. Tom Binney. Yeah, I haven't played there in so it's long. It's so bad. Tom Binney. That field, like... I don't remember the last time I was on that field. I'll be honest with you. I think it might have been like that when Derek coached me that year. Yeah. That year. Well, that's, I think it was that That field year. is terrible. I don't know how the BC Lions practice on that. Because BC Lions, man. <laughs> the <turfs laughs> they are different. can't afford it. But yeah, I think... Anything you got to say about the boxing quickly? Uh, Ryan oh. Garcia is fighting this weekend if you guys want to tune in on Saturday. But we're not going to make a prediction. Benit Bisla is the fight to watch. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Um, yeah, that's pretty much it from us. Um, make sure you guys like, comment, and subscribe. Check out all the sports so we could talk about it together. Drop your thoughts in the comments below. We want to engage with um, a bunch of you guys if we can. Check out YouTube polls, um, community post polls, I mean. Uh, Instagram polls randomly. We dropped a competition between good friends Derek and Ummer um, with the whose soccer player was better. Unfortunately, you guys can't see that anymore because it's a story. So it's, it's off the story now. But, like, you know, follow us and you'll get more stuff like that. More, a lot of content there. Rankings this week. So make sure you guys follow everywhere and subscribe to the YouTube. And, uh, yeah, um, other than that, we'll catch you guys on the next one. Peace. Peace.